0: Welcome back to Unfiltered Vitamin Z, brought to you by Zae Season thirteen, episode two. Baby, what it do, la Vu? So, I just noticed that I haven't made a video since February twenty-two, the twenty-second. But you know, twenty-two didn't rhyme with to Vu, so I had to say the twenty-second didn't rhyme with that. I had to say, you know what I mean? Fuck it. Okay, stop with the rhyming. Uh, episode one. So this is episode two. Uh, I have a few things in mind that I wanted to talk about, but I'm still not in the mood. Like I still don't have time to be writing shit because it's March. It's March two. Would you look at that? Um, so it's been like what, like ten days or no, eight, yeah, something like that. And I was busy last week because shit, I moved into a different apartment. So instead of that little studio that I was in, I now am in a in a bigger apartment that has like a legitimate, you know, separate kitchen room. Excuse me. Uh, Fucking living room, all that good shit. And, um, so yeah, you know, it was like, and then working on other shit. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just been a hassle, but I love to just, and then I like procrastinate a little bit. Cause again, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to record. I don't want to do this shit. But as soon as I press record, I tell y'all every episode, it's like, as soon as you press record, it's just, you can't stop. You know what I'm saying? You trying to run. It's like, I got to run for half an hour. I want to run for five miles. Don't be making them big ass goals like that. Just literally tell yourself, let me go run for a minute. It's like a minute lap around the neighborhood You're not going to stop after a minute Once you start, boom, you're going to do another lap and You're going to keep going Next thing you know, like you run 15, 20 minutes And then because you started off At such that low expectation of yourself Now you're going to look back and say Damn, I was only going to go out with the intention of doing 10 pushups I was only going to go out with the intention of running for a minute And I've been sweating out here for 25 Like that's a much incredible achievement And to say it didn't have these large goals It seemed like I'm going to run 5 miles today And you only do a quarter And you're like, god damn, I'm like a worthless piece of shit so, don't be setting yourself up with such high expectations, but starting off with, you know, such like a logo, things you can cross out and do. You know, you got big things to do on, the, on today. You got a big to do list. Look at it like what are things that you're going to do regardless? For example, you're going to wake up, you're going to watch yourself, you might stretch, you might have breakfast. But if you add that on your list anyway, right before the big things with the little things, Because like John Wooden said, little things make big things. Like, okay, I washed myself, I got dressed, I did this, I did blah, blah, things you were gonna do anyway. That habit in your mind, subconsciously, as you cross those things off, give you that sense of feeling of accomplishment. And give you a sort of momentum that is going to push you forward and make you more obligated to continue to cross off every other item off that list. So then you can go from those little things of like, all right, you know, sometimes I like to say like, oh, let me do some j- jumping jacks as soon as I wake up. Let me, you know, wash myself properly. Let me meditate or let me, you know, read or whatever. Do those little things. Boom. I ate breakfast. Okay, perfect. And then, boom, you are already on track to cross out the big things. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I was also had a, some free time too to so just walk around and sit at a park and I just I just got back to you know just writing. Just like just not even for like writing for a song, just like writing what I'm seeing, what I'm observing, what I'm feeling, just to, you know, fuck around. So it gives me more shit also to share. Uh here on Flutter Vitamin Z. How long? Alright, we're like three and a half minutes in. That's not bad. Yeah, so the other day I was literally just you know chilling at the park. People watching, booties near and far, passing by big and little cars, passing by time day and night, from bird watching to counting stars, overpopulation, planet speculation, Pluto to Mars, Watergate investigation, Bill Gates vaccination, best ways to avoid taxations, Americans paid for walls, not in Mexico, pero para ocupar palestinos, talk about representation, more than one virus wrecking the nation. Poor old Texas feeling the wrath of this climate war that's been waging. I'm still confused what been going on with the kids locked up in ice cages. Time faded. News speculated. Bear poking instigated. Multiple methods outdated. Questionable ethics favored. Hectic moments savored. Corrupted stories wavered. Noisy ass neighbors. White flag waving Quakers. Newsy boys selling papers. Zaid trying to get his own paper. Post about eco-friendly toilet paper environmentally finesse, clean that booty with a bidet, if UFZ is a pool, diving babies that E, like onions and ogres, I got layers, so much depth, I don't know what to, call this piece, let's call it, chilling at the park, same with the uh, the first line, so I had most of it written, but like the, the, like the last couple lines, I think I was, right before I sat down to record, I was like going over my notes, and I wanted to share that with y'all, um, What did I say here I wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, again, it's much easier for me to express these things in a musical format than it is to to just sit here and talk about it. But it then allows me, like, a reference to go back and dive in. So, poor old Texas feeling the wrath of this climate war that's been waging. It's crazy, man. Fucking Texas with... The fact that not just the weather they face, but also the fact about how they, you know, they can't get help with the electricity and shit because they didn't want to be federally taxed. So they wanted to be independent. They wanted to have their own shit. So that kind of fucked them in the ass with this. The same way they they fucked themselves in the ass. They shot themselves in the foot. What happened with Harvey? Because of all the zoning laws and, and codes that they didn't want to follow so they could build as much shit as they wanted to grow their capitalistic endeavors. You know what I'm saying? And then it got so many areas of their own city flooded. So it's like, you know. You can't be, can't be, you can't be. What is it? You can't be biting more than you can shoot. But it, but it is unfortunate with the pipes and everything, and all these people and families. You know, without power in the cold and shit, it's it's a fucked up situation. Um, and I was, just, and I was writing, just being completely honest. I'm still confused what's been going on with the kids locked up in ice cages. Which, you know, it's, it's a pun intended in a way because it's fucking cold, but it's ice that locked up these kids in the first place. So, but again, time faded, news speculated, bear poking instigated. You know, I don't know if y'all know that saying for anybody that's not a non, for anybody listening, because I know non-native English speakers listen to this. Bear poke, well, like, don't poke the bear. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't instigate something. Don't provoke somebody. Because, you know, don't poke the bear. The bear's going to poke back. Shit like that, if you ever heard that before. Or maybe you haven't. This is your first time. Questionable ethics, favorite, hectic moments, savored corrupts, corrupted stories, wavered noisy ass neighbors. The thing about noisy ass neighbors, I just literally wrote because during the day I was commenting how my neighbors got little ass kids that annoying as fuck. I can hear them through the walls. White flag waving Quakers. For those of you that don't know in the history of the U.S., I'm pretty sure the Quakers were like the only group. I think out of Philadelphia mostly Quakers were peace people they they were abolitionists and they weren't a big fan of guns and war and shit like that a lot of Quakers actually married pirates because Philly Philadelphia was a sort of pirate hub it was a kind of like a safe haven for a lot of pirates they would stop there and they could chill there go around the cities without being har- harassed and shit like that and they married a lot of Quakers and they would stay there and live there that's um, something I remember from my uh, history seminar back in undergrad. Pirates of the Atlantic. Um, what a boy! Newsy boys selling papers. Your white flag waving Quakers. Newsy boys selling papers. There's a musical. I'm pretty sure the same director that made High School Musical, and this was starring with Christian Bale. I think back in '92, and it's called Newsies, and it's uh, I guess sort of based you know like on, on true events of a lot of these kids being. I think in an orphanage action their job is to sell these newspapers. But uh, how much they were getting, the struggles of it it's, it's, its bullshit. You know, they're getting nothing, and the big people at the top have all this leverage. In, and and um, it's—it's a very nice—it's a very nice movie actually. I know I know they used to have it on YouTube and like different parts, like part one, part two, and shit. I used to watch that a lot. So if it's not still on YouTube, you know, try Popcorn Time or Netflix or some shit like that. That I think the newsies or just newsies—I can't remember exactly, but. Yeah, that's a dope movie. And yeah, Zayi trying to get his own paper posted about eco-friendly toilet paper. So I came across an article and I posted on Unfiltered Vitamin Z on Instagram, which you should follow, you know what I'm saying, comment, share, and shit like that. DM me. And if you especially have any questions or any topics you want me to discuss on the podcast here, then yeah, feel free on Unfiltered Vitamin Z on Instagram. And it was interesting because I forgot how many gallons of water. I'm going to have to search. Actually, I can look right now. How oh, shit. It was talking about the toilet paper and that how many gallons of water goes into making toilet papers, which I wasn't really aware of. But the problem with the article that it gives you alternatives to to, uh, eco friendly toilet papers when it's like, why don't you just avoid that shit completely? It takes 37 gallons of water to make good thing. Good thing. I went back to check this for some reason. I was going to say 127. I don't know why but it takes 37 gallons of water to make just one roll of toilet paper these are the five best eco-friendly toilet paper brands to swap in but i'm not talking about the brands the alternatives i'm talking about that you don't even you know you could find ways to use water you can you know you could use a water bottle and just poke a hole in it squirt that in your booty some shit like that and a good tactic on the go, not to use baby wipes, but if you get like just regular paper towels and you fold it and you use a, get a little bit of water and wipe in it, you could usually get like a bit of extra. Like if you try it, like you can use toilet paper to wipe your ass and you can see like, okay, there's no more coming out, I'm clean. But if you use the toilet uh, paper, sorry, regular paper towels, especially if it's like a strong sturdy one and you add a little bit of water and then you scrape your bo- scoop your booty up, then you can see like, oh shit, no, there was some shit left, especially if you got hair. There's, there's still gonna be a lot left around the hair because the toilet paper is smudging that shit around It's not cleaning it out. But water is going to shoot that shit all the way down. So, either get one hooked up in your toilet or some shit like that. Or find a way to use water. And, uh, but yeah. Because, you know, I talked about this before. And the same thing that Hassan Minhaj said on Patriot Act. Yeah. Where he said, you know, you get shit on your sneakers. You're not going to clean your sneakers with some paper. You're going to use water to clean that shit. So, treat your booty with the same respect. No more, no less. And yeah something else I was gonna share yes I'm working on some singles actually I really, after the disco Immigrant Dreams now I have um, working on singles and I'm listening to beats I'm rewriting, I'm editing, I'm rehearsing over and over and something I've been doing this whole entire, I said what last week ish, maybe a week and a half is I always usually try to do it before I record. I always forget, but when I do remember, I really dive into heaven with Adele because I love Adele as an artist, but it's just a great non hip hop genre of music to listen to that really helps me in my own genre because that's something I learned from the Rick Rubin podcast with episode with uh, Andre 3000. And they were talking about how listening to music outside of your genre always helps you for your own genre. So it was great to. Uh, the 19, 21, 25 albums of Adele I play this of those three songs and then a couple other songs added in there and I just listen to them listen to them and then what I notice myself doing is while I'm listening getting the emotion and everything I, I will start freestyling or I will start rapping and rehearsing my own song uh, that I already had written and it would it just puts me in a different mind state and I, and I, and I guess that's a great reason to listen to music outside of your genre and I think Adele is just fucking amazing. And then recently, I listened to the Life Support album from Madison Beer. And that's a great album, too. I really like the fact that's like, like Jay-Z in an old interview said... Uh, I think this was from group 82 music that shared this shout out to Dorian from group 82 music was talking about how it's an old interview of Jay-Z where he said that you know the sequence of the album that list that you make in the album is like really important and, and the transitions and everything just just going from the first song to the finish but that gets kind of like to become a lost art in today's age of streaming today's age of like hearing shit fast no no more long intros than the beginning of a song it's gotta start right away that's why the baby says sometimes he starts before the beat even. And drop so you can get hooked in and start listening instantly to get to minimum 30 seconds then after that it's gonna count as one stream so it's great that she did that with 17 tracks and had an intro had an interlude had her last song like outro style you know what i'm saying it's cool to see the way she did it some songs were short too trying to fit in with today's era as well but it was a great mix of like the classic album uh, style and and vibe and everything but also trying to make it in a way that makes it uh marketable and appealing and just overall something catching people that will gravitate towards to uh in this in this age in this uh epoca in this yeah the stage i guess this phase sorry of, of music uh, industry and just overall you know 2021 type shit so that that was i think i think that was a great um uh, great album. Not as I still. Here's the thing. It's like, like Adele 19 and 21. I think was still better. If I'm comparing like these two women at the same age, but I heard Madison Beer one time a while back ago doing the the national anthem. I was at a hockey game. Was it the Stanley Cup final? I can't remember because Tampa was there, and I remember Tempa did well like two years in a row, something like that. And um, it was a different way that she did the anthem that I liked, but I also could feel like it's like I, you know she was opening her mouth and just this, this spirit like you could you could hear the spirit just being released. And I was like I was like damn, she's there's a lot more in there that she's not letting out. Uh, so it's amazing it's it's amazing to hear that in a like Winnie, like every time Whitney Houston would open her mouth and sing, I'd be like God damn, there's so much within this this just one single person. It's amazing. And um, so yeah, I love I like Whitney Houston Adele. Alicia Keys, um, Mala Rodriguez, but that's, that's like, that's a hip hop artist from, from Southern Spain. She's a, she's a total badass. She's definitely, um, I like, I like her raps big time. And, um, uh, what else I like listening to? I remember like the, some of like the first bands I used to like listen to was like Savage Garden and Backstreet Boys. So I've always been interested in listening to, even though I, I make rap music now, but I wasn't always, um. Listening to that, excuse me. But something I noticed in the Biggie documentary that I just watched. Check that out on Netflix. uh, What's today? March 1st. Technically March 2nd, but it came out yesterday, March 1st. In the Biggie documentary. I think it was P. Diddy. I'm pretty sure it was P. Diddy talking about Biggie not always rapping. He was a lot of times just singing. He was just singing. A lot of slow R&B shit. Um, he just loved to sing and, and, and do all these different things. His mom loved country and western. They would hear that on the radio in Jamaica. And their, his friends said because he would go spend the summers in Jamaica, which I didn't know. I knew his mom was Jamaican, but I didn't know he was. his mom was hustling and saving so they could go to Jamaica every summer. And he would see his grandma, see his friends and family, and see the country. And he would come back with some slang. He would come back with some interest in, in, in reggae and um and, and country and western and you know had these different appeals and interests so it's like it, it's, it's it's a common factor uh, Jay-Z said the same thing you know he's a rapper but he said he grew up with all types of music in the house his parents collected records so he would hear all types of shit and he loved all types of music and you could hear that in a lot of different samples that he's used throughout the, his years of, of making music so that's something I hope to do as well as to work with in the future different musicians and different types of people and different genres and you know like I think it would be crazy if Adele could rap. Like, I mean, I know she can because I heard her um, on the carpool with um, with James Corden doing doing a Nicki Minaj verse. But I bet you, in the future, you could get her on a single and you know you could like help her write something like me or somebody else, and she would rap. I'm not saying me because like I'm an expert. I'm just saying it would be dope if Zaid and Adele was together on a, on a track. That'd be fucking fire. But like, I mean, I'm not gonna be doing a chorus or nothing. She's not gonna get me to sing. <laughs> but you could I could definitely see other artists trying to trying to use trying to use rap like here it. Like it would be crazy, you know, considering all the types of music she's done in the past and having her like her own bars and shit. That'd be cool. Uh but anyway, what was I gonna say? I've been talking for like 15 minutes straight, shit. I'm good at this shit. God damn. Best improvised podcast, this side of the Atlantic. Desde un que es fácil Nací en Texas, latino americano. Certain shit you can just translate in Spanish. Like desde un like from a little kid, que es fácil I learned that it's easy to lie. Born in Texas, Latino, Muslim, Arab American. Better to be honest. El skinny Palestinian, un verdadero uh, Like a like a a true gentleman I, I don't even know how to say that un um, verdadero verdadero means like like means like 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 truthfully or like true and then caballero can mean like yeah it's like a gentleman so that's what i'm saying certain things in different languages just rolls up and stays in and stays in its um in its format you know what i'm saying because certain things translating the meaning in English, you would have to find a whole different format and structure that now alters the message. That's why translation as a as a job. You know those translators at the UN. I really want to meet one of them. When someone is giving a presentation. They got to translate to the prime minister of a different country. You know what this person just said. They literally cannot just be sitting there. Translating every single word. They have to understand what did that person just say. What is the expression. What is the meaning. Not of the words literally. But what is the meaning. The sentiment that they're trying to give off. What are they trying to say. And not only because you know most of communication is non-verbal. So you have to. They ha- so they have to look at that person talking, and then tell that person, "Yo, this person is saying this shit." You know what I'm saying? Non-resume bullshit. They got to get to them like to like a punch, like a just a direct shit of what that person just said. So it's an incredible, difficult job translating. And then that's the beauty of music that it actually doesn't need lyrics, doesn't need words. You know, we can all hear and, and listen to sounds basically you know what I'm saying, in a certain way, in a certain rhythm and melody, and we could all feel something, take something different as well, but something that doesn't need lyrics, that's why people gravitate to a lot of EDM, this techno music and shit, not, not me personally, but a lot of people do, they go to concerts and festivals listening to this shit, and it's not like lyrics or anything like that, but it's shit you can still feel, you know what I'm saying, people would go and listen to Beethoven and Mozart and all this shit, there's no lyric, but you're there feeling shit, you're just there listening like, wow, you know what I'm saying, so, is um it's a very powerful effect the the this nonverbal non a form of expression through words because sometimes it just doesn't words don't even do the shit justice you know what i'm saying like you can try to find a way to express shit that you don't know how to express but even that doesn't do it justice it's it's weird so plus in this catchy sense no one really cares about the lyrics anymore of especially in, in a genre like rap and hip hop is it's um, it's, it's pretty much bullshit. So, that's that's a whole other whole other fucking topic. But yeah, I think I talked about what I wanted to talk about here for this episode too. So I don't know what I don't know what the title of this episode to be. Let's call it non hip hop music. I think that's pretty straightforward. Cause that's what we talked a lot about today. Um, but yeah, like fucking comment and oh, to on filter vitamins and Instagram message. me. what are some of your favorite Musicians, music, and in, in, in general, I know for me, like, I mean, I talked about Adele and recently this um, Life Support album. But I used to love, I still love Imagine Dragons. I listen to them. I haven't listened to them as much recently, but I need to get it because I had Apple Music and I switched over the title, so I need to get more um, Imagine Dragons and, and listen. To, I don't think they've dropped anything new, but I mean, shit, since like Night Visions, I've been fucking with them. I remember on a step for the state. Across uh, country from Vegas to Reno, it was like a ten-hour bus trip, and we, like the like the few of us like that were in the back of the bus, we were just all like singing Imagine Dragons songs off of Night Visions. It was, it was nice. Uh, Imagine Dragons, shit. Who else? Let me play something. My collection. Nah, everything I got is pretty hip hop related. Shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. That's very little. I need to update it, cause it always gonna give you different inspiration to to see. Different beats that other genres use as well, and there's certain elements, certain things that you can take and apply it in a in a in a in a, a hip hop format. I like older soul shit, I like The Temptations, for sure. Sam and Dave, hold on, I'm coming. That's a classic track. Four Tops, I can't help myself. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch Sugar Pie Honey Bunch Sam Smith Sugar Pie Honey Bunch You know that I love you I can't help myself I love you and nobody else um, but yeah, another song I highly recommend too is uh, another rapper, at least from Spain, uh, KCOKASE.O. He's been rapping for years um, here in Spain and I, he's, he's really good. So like in a, in a real hip hop sense, like he's he's really good lyrically. And um, I like one of his songs called Mitad y Mitad Because it's with, a, I'm pretty sure a Spanish woman whose parents are Jordanian Her name is Najwa And they have a good, a cool song together called Mitad y Mitad So yeah, that's that's where I'm at, you know Documents it again with another podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Share this with somebody, share the whole podcast if you think someone's gonna dig it. Check out older episodes and other topics. You know, we're gonna continue and moving forward. Um, because if you follow on football on Instagram, I'm always trying to share something and offer my take on something sustainability related, and environment related, climate change, future related, all that type of shit, using you know what. The onset of this became coming from my class, my major of science, tech and innovation in a master's of global studies, um, global and international studies, or, you know, the whole idea of what I what I kind of coined in international scientific relations. So looking at all these different, you know, how you look at the world and what sort of tools and perspectives you use is what's going to, you know, it's not the micro topics itself, but it's that macro perspective that you're using that. Filters out different things. You know what I'm saying? So it's how you look in. It's what's going to factor into. What's going to be coming out the picture. So always focusing on that, focusing on the fact that you can't control the world, but you can control what's in your mind and that'll help you navigate the roads that you build on your own, so I saw this from Humble the Poet and I think it really resonates a lot with me and hopefully with you as well that there's a lot less traffic on the road that you built yourself so, you know, don't f- don't drive on someone else's road because that's shit, man that's, that's, you're just gonna be bumper to bumper honking and shit, no, drive on your own road and, and build that shit and, and you know, see what you want to see in, in a certain way yeah there's a truth there's an overall big picture but you're not gonna be able to see everything so you're just gonna have to gravitate to to the shit that gravitates to you as much as you can you know what what you put out the best shit that you can out there energy love wise and all that shit and and have as much come back to you ludicrous had a recent post where he said the you know the world loves you back uh when you really love it so you know what i'm saying you you really want love you really want all these different things like like everybody else is gonna have to start with with you giving that shit to give and take so thank you so much for listening uh share this post about on instagram zae music if you want to see more um music related shit as well zae.com sign up for the email list get a music um download just for signing up and get updated for future um giveaways promotions news um exclusive content shit like that so appreciate you guys so much for listening take care peace